This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude, Vaughn, Dick Dude. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Having a good night tonight, Richard. Good. Having a good night. Like the boys here. were locked in tonight. Hey. We'll get into it, but we'll... Uh... Speaking of yep. locked in, everybody just inside all the time. Ryan, mm-hmm. let me ask you something. Let me ask you a question yeah. As, yeah. It, as it pertains to people being home. Sure. I feel like you're a smart person. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing with haircuts? How do haircuts work now? Oh, I cut my I cut my own hair. Fuck, look at For that. The first time ever. Look at that. I figured, look at that, right? I figured it was the first time. Um, the next time I could even with a haircut is a month so yeah. no one's gonna see me for a month so yeah. i figured now's yeah, yeah. a good a time as any to try to cut my own hair what do you what do you have what piece of equipment i did a i did like just just straight clippers yeah i did i gotta three, get a good a, set of clipper yeah i did a three on the side and a five on the top jeez look at you you look great i look i feel great because i my hats fit my hats fit better i wear a lot of hats sure fit better. well it's fine i sneaky needed a haircut like a week before all this went to shit and mm-hmm. so now I'm like way overdue. So I'm just wearing hats all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to do something about it. And I'm just like, this is going to be obscene. Cause I don't know when the, yeah. those are going to open up a month at least. At oh least. yeah. I'm going to have like heavy metal hair pretty soon. Oh yeah. I'm like, I was, I was starting to like bunch up around the ears. I had like a little bit of flow going and I hate it. I hate Ooh. when my hair touches my ears. Hockey player hair. Yeah. I hate it. Bringing it back. Yeah. No, it's bad. It's gross. And then like, mm-hmm. Now, like if I'm not wearing a hat, I just am constantly pushing it up in the air. So I look, right. I look like I, yeah. I look like goo now. Except for I the... start, yeah, I start playing with it. I start yeah. like grabbing it. I don't like it, so I got to get rid. Nobody get rid needs of it. it. Nobody needs it. Mm-mm. Ryan, let me tell you first. Before, so uh, of course, people can stream our episodes on YouTube. And uh, if you're downloading this, or hopefully you, you got to this point, if you haven't seen this movie, don't worry because we have plenty of stuff that's going to be non-spoiler. Because mm-hmm. I don't. It's not you know everybody in the world has seen the Invisible Man, but. We wanted to talk about it, so we'll get to it. But before we do that, Ryan, what do you say we get to the news? Yeah, why not? This week in All right, first things first. And I know you haven't even seen this, so I'm, I'm excited to share this with you. Yeah. Tiger King, which is a very popular Netflix series. Yeah, what's that, this all about? I haven't heard about this. What's so this? we we did the episode uh, just last week on Tiger King, which was sure did. super fun. And uh, it's just a crazy show, and we could probably do a part two. The deal is this. The, the channel Investigation Discovery. Have you ever heard of that channel? Never. Not ID. once in my life. So there apparently is going to be a sequel to Tiger King. Now, before you get excited or not excited, let's hear let's hear about this. 
Um, I'm reading from a story in IGN. Investigation Discovery announced today that they would they have greenlit a new series called Investigating the Strange World of Joe Exotic. That like will the title. explore the show's most notorious figure, Carol Baskin. Wait a minute. <clears throat> Hold up. Yep. You're calling it the strange world of Joe Exotic, but you're doing Carol Baskin? And I think you're gonna you're gonna understand that in just a second. Okay, all right. So they're gonna look at Carol Baskin specifically, but they're also gonna also discuss Doc Antle and Jeff Lowe. According to the press release, investigating the strange world Joe Exotic promises to document, quote, the investigation you didn't get to see, revealing the secrets only Joe knows, the exclusive footage that has never been shown, and the search to answer the one question every person in America is asking themselves right now, although she denies it. Is Carol Baskin responsible for the disappearance of her husband, Don Lewis? She absolutely is. Whether or not she fed him to the tiger is is off. I don't I will leave that to the to the professionals. I'm gonna say yes on that. The show will also explore, according to ID's official announcement, quote, what skeletons is Joe still hiding within his untold past? Is his conviction truly justified? Who is Jeff Lowe? And what does the FBI really know? What secrets lie hidden within Doc Antle's walls? Uh, ID describes the show as a definitive sequel, but it must be noted, Ryan, that as of right now, the only person from Netflix is Tiger King who is officially, uh, officially, I can't even speak, officially involved is the Tiger King himself, Joe Exotic. Of course, of course. So this is just a continue, and he's doing it from prison, I'm guessing? Uh, That's where he is. Um, so I started watching, um, this is another shameless plug. So David Spade started doing these like lo-fi, I forget what he calls them, like lo-fi interviews. Remember he he had that show. So now he's taking it like with the, so he's started interviewing all of the cast of Tiger King. Like he had Saf on, he had, uh, um, the guy who looked like Vince Neal, the guy with Eric, he had Eric on. Oh, Eric Sowie. Yeah. Bowie. Bowie, Bowie, whatever. Sowie. Any Sowie. Anyway, and he had a uh, Robert Kirkham on. Oh God, yeah. yeah. And Kirkham was awesome. And all of these interviews are like twelve minutes long. Okay. And he was like, "You got to watch Kirkham's interview because it's 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 hard to listen to." Yeah. Because he's like, "No, this dude was an absolute piece of shit. Like this guy was an absolute piece of shit." Talking like, about exotic. Yeah, he's yeah. like this old lady, and I'll just tell you one story. I don't want to blow the this old lady like brought this horse to him. She was like, she was old and she couldn't take care of the horse anymore. So she's she like, I know you have this. Like, Joe exotic. She brought a horse to Joe exotic. She's like, I can't, I can't take care of this horse anymore. Like, can you, I know you have like all this land. Can you take it? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll take good care of it. We'll take good care of it. He said the second the lady left the goddamn parking lot, he fucking shot the horse right in front of everybody and then fed it to the lions and tigers. Come on. Swear to God. Like the second she left, like he was like, and you obviously I couldn't show that. He's like, but I all and all of that footage burned. And he said, remember, I was like, all those cases, like, how the fuck do you not back up all of your stuff? Right. He did. It was in a safe in the thing. And the fire burned so hot that it melted the safe. It burned the safe. Yeah. All the stuff was in the safe. Like, and so I would same kind of deal, though, like that fireproof safe. All it is is. <laughs> fucking redneck shooting guns and yep. blowing up dynamite you're gonna leave yep. all the same stuff in the same place and Sorry. i know what you're asking because david yeah. spade asked him did you have a slice of the pizza and he's like yeah i, I do 
That's horrible. He didn't know. He didn't. Yeah, obviously he didn't. So know, but... I, I'm, a, I'm a bit disgusted about Joe Exotic putting uh, a. Oh, there's worse horse. stories than that. Yeah, but let me see, let me ask you this, Ryan. Yeah. If you're a woman who owns a horse, I know that's yeah. hard. It's a stretch because you're a man who doesn't. I'm own a man a horse. who has no interest in horses. You're legit the opposite of that. Yeah, I'm the opposite of that. Would you drop off your horse again? You got to play the role for a second. Would you drop off your horse at a tiger farm? No, you're just kind of asking for it to be fed to tigers, you know. So. You look around and you say, "Hey, is he going to be able to play with the other horses?" And they're like, "Yeah, if by other horses you mean lions, sure." <laughs> like, I think kind of that lady knew what was coming. Uh, maybe she did. Maybe she did. I have no interest in horses. Though. I've been on three horses in my life, and they all bit me. What does that tell you? That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I know it doesn't seem like it hurts. That fucking hurts. My favorite joke, and you got to tell me where this is from. It's got. Mm-hmm. It's like a Seth Rogen joke. No. Or is it Dane Cook? You know the joke I'm talking about when he's talking about um, a woman kind of underneath? And he's like, it's... <laughs> It's a very graphic joke, but yeah, it's, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. punchline. It's a poor setup. The punchline you is make her neigh like a horse. No, no, Dane the, Cook. no. The punchline is like it's like feeding carrots to a horse. <laughs> I almost spit, almost spit my water out. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember that joke? Yeah, I do. I don't remember the actual setup, but that that is the punchline. But all I could think of because like the horse, the way it like latches on, and it's kind of yeah. just like lips and everything. And anyway, <laughs> you get it. I get it. <laughs> But anyway, so this Tiger King sequel show basically is just going to be, I don't know how much is going to be truth and how much is going to be f- in fiction. It's all bullshit. But it's going to be Joe Exotic spinning yarns. And, oh, yeah, and, which and I'll watch whatever. that. I don't even care if it's true or not. It'll still be entertaining. Yeah. I'm still kind of hung up on that lady saying, I'm going to bring my horse to a zoo. Like, there's no horses there, lady. And she's like, will you take care of it? I know you have all this land. He's like, sure. And the second she the, the rubber hits the pavement, just... <laughs> shoots the horse and and, and he made he made kirkham get a camera to, to film, film him do it yeah i also maintain that horses are the most miserable animals because oh, be. they just always look sad they should be free they're they're mm-hmm. so athletic they're fucking just jacked up and they're these people ride them and then they just like stuff them in a stall then they race them every once in a while then they eat like it sucks sucks Speaking of sucks, Ryan, WrestleMania yeah. was two nights. It was two, two nights. nights. Suck. I watched the whole thing. I don't You're know why. Maniac. You're a maniac. I don't know why. Well, part of it was Gronk was like the quote unquote host, which I knew was going to be bad, but I also knew we were going to talk about it today on the show. Is he so awkward on the microphone? Or yeah. Is it just me? No, it's real super bad. Super awkward. All right. Real bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, real bad. So that was hard to watch. There's no crowd. It just sucks without a crowd. And it's not those guys' fault. Like some of the matches were good. But with zero response, it's like I mean that's going? the thing. Like you, I feel like you could play a ba- you could watch a basketball game with no crowd. You could watch a baseball game with no crowd. Yeah, you cannot watch professional re- professional wrestling without a crowd. The crowd is seventy five percent of the of yeah of the heat, whatever they call it. And I feel what's weird is like in in basketball, say like hockey for example. Say there's yeah. a hockey game, and somebody scores a goal, the rest of the team still celebrates and is excited. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's yeah, so. Yeah, I would have everyone mic'd up. You right. know, it would be it'd be a thing. It'd be awesome. Whereas in wrestling, you're like two guys, and like one guy makes a move, and like silence. And you're like, yeah, it's like you hear like a boom, and then there's yeah, nothing. You hear everything. You're like, mm, yeah, this is weird. So it's just anyway. it's, it's like the sound of like people running back and forth on plywood. Let me ask you though: Is it better than nothing? Everything's better than nothing. <laughs> it's, it's something. It's something. They're giving you something, which yeah. I like. 
Ryan, every single week uh, for the last month, we have, during the This Week in Dork, we've talked about movies that have changed release dates. Yeah. Um, and this week, no different. In no fact, different. we have an updated MCU slate. And we had sort of mm-hmm. kicked this idea around. We're like, all right, well, if Black Widow's moving out of May, is that going to also bump the Eternals? Turns out, yes. The short is. answer is yes. So Black Widow, November 6th of this year. Mm-hmm. And then the Eternals moves to February of 2021 you're still you're also going to get shang chi in may of 2021 and dr strange in the multiverse of madness november of 2021 but we, might not, even, we might not even be here at that point. i know like why are we even like come on that seems so far away. I'm, I'm trying to get to like may may would be exciting to hit may <laughs> but like i was i knew they weren't going to do it because of how much money was involved but part of me was like would they just release Black Widow on Disney Plus and get people flooded to Disney Plus and people talking about it? It would yeah, be the number one movie in a while. Like they got to kind of weigh that, don't they? Because if you It has put, to be a conversation. Yeah, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Cuz these movies they would take over. That would be the number one trending thing and the streaming thing would be off the charts. They'd get way more subscriptions to Disney Plus. If you're like, the "Hey, you can watch Black I Widow wonder I wonder if Disney and I don't know this to be true, but somebody has to have some stake in like AMC. Maybe. Because if you start doing that, you're going to bet like you're just that's going to be the new normal. You're going to bury movie theaters. Yeah, you'd crush movie theaters. Plus, some of these people probably have box office um, percentage like points. And yeah, like, points and all that yeah. stuff. So. so you actually like. Yeah. Like who is it? Someone. I think it's like Will Smith. Oh, Tom Cruise is like all points and like Tom Hanks. Like all they do is take points. Oh, uh, they crush you, it. And they, yeah, but they would, they wouldn't get paid. Did, did Robert Down, no, Robert Downey made a ton of money, but he also, or was it Jack Nicholson and Batman, maybe? Some other guys have done that too, where they're like, Just depending on the box office, and yeah. like smoked it. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. Downey Jr. wound up making like 75 million a movie or something like that. Something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife and Morbius both got bumped to next March. Anyone get it? Is anywhere are Buck and Fitzy on like a twenty-four hour watch right now? <laughs> that their their ace in the hole is pushed to a, another year. Well, good news. It's a keeper league, so they it's can a keeper have keeper league. They, they can, can have, have them next in twenty twenty one. A quiet place two that got bumped as well. That's at the end of this year. Yep. Uh Ryan, would you see this today? All of a sudden I saw Ezra Miller was trending. And yeah, I was like, Oh, I maybe he's this. got you know, maybe he's got coronavirus. That'd be too bad. And then no. No, apparently a fan came up to him. A female fan. A female fan. <laughs> female fan should be pointed out for the record. Yep. Came not up that to matters, but came up to Ezra Miller. Yeah. Hashtag not my flash. Yeah. And he said something like, or the woman said like, she shouldn't have gone up to him, but she went up to him and was like, "Hey, like, do you want to fight or something like that?" Yeah, something weird. It was really weird. It's and such so a weird video. His response was to choke her and kind of put her to the ground. And throw her to the ground. I don't know. In, a, in listen, the age of social famous. distancing, first of all, I would be annoyed. Yeah. I am a famous person. Obviously, I'm on this podcast. but Good point. Also I'm on uh, Twitch. Yeah. Twitch. So if people come up to me on the street and like, I'll be like, no. Please stop. Like, get away. Like, Go what, away. Do you understand? Have you turned on a like a computer or a television in the past? Like, close. yeah, two, yeah, like no. And then the girl is just she's, but she's just kind of like standing there. She's not like a, being aggressive with him. No. And he, he just fuck it. He's like, oh, you want you want to like fake fight? And he just grabs her by the neck, chokes her, and just and throws her to the ground, and like slowly 
choke slams her. Yeah. I was like, what is this? What am I watching? Like, what are you doing? You think he was trying to be funny? Is this? I mean, the kid's weird. He's odd. He's not ball. I like him though. I like him too, but he's weird. I got to hear the rest of this story before I continue. To There's like got to be but... something. It's got to be like one of those things where like she, she was, was following him, for, him or like yeah. following him for blocks. Yeah, and he was still, like, "Get away from me!" You can't touch a lady. You just can't you do can't. it ever. There's no, there's no way you can do that. No, and come out looking looking clean. There, you can't. Did you ever see the perks of being a wallflower? Uh, parts of it. Yeah. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? Why would you watch parts of a movie? Like my wife was watching it, and I was like in and out, oh. and I was like, "Man, this is dumb." You know? <laughs> You're like, I saw the theater, but I had to take three long shits. <laughs> saw 80 percent of the movie i saw a good chunk but let's just say i missed a good spot you know i didn't i didn't miss much no it's very like people who would like that kind of movie would like that kind of movie and people who yeah. wouldn't wouldn't it's like yeah. but uh, like i you know not for me he was really good in it if nothing else sure hey he rick and morty is gonna be back may 3rd thank god we need thank rick god. and morty now more than ever before more than ever yep because they split the season. It was like a 10-episode season. They did five long break, and then they got five more coming. And one of my favorite Rick and Morty episodes ever came out. You, you son of a bitch. I'm in. You son of a bitch. I love that episode. I've watched, hey, yeah. Ruined heist movies, though, for you. Yeah, I can't watch an Oceans movie anymore. You like a heist? I do like a heist. Not anymore. Still? No, you can't. Not anymore. With the best, my favorite Rick and Morty, my favorite two lines from Rick and Morty came from that show. Oh, I know your one line. Yeah, that's a good. What, that's a heavy line too. Actually. That's a heavy line. Like your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. It's like and then a, he says, a "Great line though." Every breath you take, every breath I take without your permission boosts my self esteem. Mm. Like what a just like a great f u line to everybody. My wife asked me the other day, what's my favorite movie quote? Because I guess people at her work, like, obviously, everybody's going nuts and everybody's trying to kill time and everybody's, you know, coming up with lists and doing whatever. So they're like, what's your favorite movie quote? I'm a fiend for mojito. <laughs> I told her it's time to pound some cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, uh, she's she, like, she, her favorite one was like from when Harry met Sally and it's like that whole long spiel about like why he loves her oh at the end yeah you know i love that movie because it's like because you prefer 71 degrees you know like that whole like long spiel (laughs) she's like what's your rub your feet together when you something like yeah there's a whole thing that he goes through that's this whole long thing about like how she's like but that what's like what makes her her but that's why he loves her yeah and i'm like oh yeah mine's it's time to pound some cunt We're still married, though. We're fine. It's fine. We're fine. She's like, you're lucky I can't leave the house right now, or else I would. I would pack there all of my things with me. She, she basically just like looked at me and walked out of the room. I'm like, okay. That's that. That's oh, that. Perfectly, hey, it's perfectly written. It's 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 so good. It's the name of the character. My favorite moment in MacGruber is when he goes, he's going to the cunt in the club. And he, <laughs> he's, got, he's got his little stereo that he pulls out of the Miata, and he's that's... walking by the doorman, and he gives him the finger. And like you can't see it if you're listening to the, but he does like the finger where he like doesn't bend his oh, fingers. Yeah. You like know what I mean? Where you just like up, except they're all kind of up. They're like kind of hooked, and he's like, <laughs> like it looks like a weird way to give someone the finger. But he's like, like walking by the guy. I love. Like, it. He goes into the club and he's staring up at the fucking camera and he's like, "Come on, come! Like look who it is!" <laughs> and then Ryan Phillippe's like. Why did you tell him that you're alive? Like that he didn't you know he thought that you were dead, and that was a huge advantage for us. <laughs> like 
listen, I had to, I had to, you know, get out there. But just the way he gives the guy the finger, so good. Is like, like the most '80s way to do it too. Like, He's, I don't even know yeah. why. It, yeah, I associate that like non fing non fist finger with like the '80s, like the yeah, yeah that's good. like I like that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, we have a dork madness winner. We do. No we surprise. Picked, it really wasn't. I kind of not a surprise. There wasn't many surprises. No. So Darth Vader. Darth Vader was named the best Star Wars character uh, from uh, 64 down to one, and it was Darth mm-hmm. Vader. The only surprise takeaway I have from the whole thing is that people like Obi-Wan Kenobi more than I thought. That was it. And I think what, and I what, like saved, him too, him, but... what saved him is the Clone Wars, and what saves that mm-hmm. character is, I mean, he's, he's in every movie. <laughs> he's in, yeah. like, all of them, so... Um, every movie, every show, like he's around. I mean, that's kind of like the driving force of all that mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So, mm-hmm. Good on him, Ryan. That's the news that I got. Should we get to your news? Yeah, I got a lot of news. All right, let's do it. It's time for Davy's video game even if it takes more than a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 we playing the sound. Go, go um, uh, as you know, we've been tweeting about this. I've I've been playing the Red Sox schedule in real time. Yes, the Dig um, Sox, the Dig, the digital Red Sox, the Dig Sox on Twitch right now. The schedule on the on the PlayStation says we're seven and four. We're actually eight and three what? because what had happened was, oh boy, um, I played a game against the White Sox and beat them, um, and then I went. I went to play the next day and it didn't save. So I had to simulate the game and we wound up losing the game. So really we, in the games we played, we're eight and three, okay. but it says we're seven and four, which right now eight and three would be good enough for the share of the AL East lead right now. We're seven and four. So we're a game back of the actually now uh, seven and four the Yankees are eight and three. So we're a half game back from the Yankees right now, which Not is, bad. which is, which is better than you thought we're going to be right. Way better. better than I thought you'd be, be dead and buried by now. Nope. And I uh, tonight, as I said, Shawshank level violence against the the Tampa Bay Rays. 15 to 1 win, eight home runs. Just eight absolute off. Oh, just pissed on the ball. Eight anyway. home runs. Yeah. Huh. Uh tomorrow night, uh, which is Tuesday, the Digital Bruins will start their playoffs. I did remember what we said. I did actually was able to do it, do a manual playoff with this with the points the way they were oh, now. Good. So as the standings are. As the standings good, are now. Good, good, so good. the the first place Boston Bruins will be taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. In the first mm. round of the playoffs. Okay. So, so there's so there's I that. Like that. Uh, I finally beat Doom Eternal, which was awesome. If you guys haven't played that yet, it's fast paced. It's just like the story's kind of eh, but like just ultra violence. It's awesome. Have fun with it. Um, okay. which is perfect timing because there's a big week in games this week. Uh Friday, the Final Fantasy VII remake drops, which I, I wanted to play Doom and then play Final Fantasy VII. So that's done. Um, I got a beta uh, beta access to Valorant, which is Riot Games kind of team first person shooter. It's kind of like a mix between Overwatch and um, Counter Strike. So this so, could, might be up my alley, huh? It is. It's okay. teams of four or five. Okay. Um, and everybody has it's like class based, so everyone has different abilities, but you can buy abilities in between rounds, and you can buy different guns in between rounds, like Counter Strike. Okay. So you can. But the one thing that I've seen that's kind of cool is like once you pick a character for a, a like a best of five series, you're locked in. You can't oh, change it. Okay. So you can't have those assholes who are on your team who just keep switching characters. Right, right, right. So you need to actually think about it and you need to like, you know, plan it out. Okay. Um, so I'll be playing Valorant this week uh, with the beta access. And they actually did a really cool thing where they 
in order to get beta access, they gave the game the beta the beta version of the game to a bunch of like high level streamers, like who yourself. Streamed, who, no, 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 no. Like Tim the Tapman and hmm. Disrespect and like all like uh, uh who else? Uh, Ninja. Tif, like Ninja. Yeah, Ninja was playing. Um, he was playing with Tim the Tapman. So like they um, you earned points mm-hmm. by wh- how however long you watched the streams. Oh, so if I you watch, that. and so yeah. once you un, so I you actually unlock, you unlock the um, the beta by watching other streamers play it. So tomorrow I can actually start playing it. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So that's so that's cool. That's a really cool thing that they did. Yeah. Um. And uh, last thing I'll mention. Um. A lot of good sales going on right now. I think video game companies know that people are like. You know, as movies are getting pushed back, games yeah. are kind of getting like some games got delayed, but some are like, we'll give it to you now. Like, I think yeah. Final Fantasy, you can download early. Okay, um, makes sense. And there's a lot of good sales going on right now. And the PlayStation Network free games this month are Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2, which usually they do like one big game and a little game. Like they'll do like a big AAA mm-hmm. game and then an indie game. So they have two AAA games coming out this this month, which I is like awesome. That. That's really good. Yeah. So so that's that's the news that's fit to dance to. Okay, Ryan, I like that very much. Let me ask you a question here. Are you ready for the topic du jour? Ryan, we lost the connection to Ryan. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you asked because today it is The Invisible Man, which is a feature film which was Mm -hmm. in theaters, I believe, for three weeks Mm -hmm. until all of this happened. And they were one of the movies uh, because it's a universal film that said, you know what we're going to do? is we're going to make these things available immediately on demand. So on the one hand, I give them credit. On the other hand, they were kind of screwed because the movie was already in the theater. Yes. So like, they it was like really the ha- week before, yeah. Yeah, like they, they didn't post. have the option like, like you know, Quiet Place 2 or Black Panther to just push it. So it was already in theaters, but then obviously they were going to get slammed by people no longer going. Even before they were closed, people were like, I'm not fucking going to the movies. Right. So it was. it's available on demand. For twenty bucks, which mm-hmm. again, you and I have discussed this. That's it's it is a lot. It sounds a like lot. a lot, mm-hmm. but then when you think about it, and you're like, "All right," I think especially if you have somebody else in your house, it's it's like a little easier to be like to justify. Yes, if it's just you, it's a lot, but we'll get into it and we'll tell you if it's worth it. But anyway, yes. um, two hours and four minutes. It's right now on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety one percent critics, eighty eight percent audience and we begin with like we do with all of our movie and tv reviews spoiler free and let me ask you ryan did you like it i did i did like this movie did you like it i did like it you did like it yeah i I liked it i liked it quite a bit uh was it spooky not really it wasn't super spooky it wasn't super spooky it was unsettling is the word i would use not spooky so much i would say it was unsettling it was uh it was uh tense very tense at times it was tense and uh so i watched this with my wife too and i would call this a horror movie she called it way more of a thriller and i think there's more overlap there whereas like and we've had this debate like with silence of the lambs yeah like i'm i'm like if it's scary at all it's a horror movie essentially and she's like no no no. it was more thriller it's yeah it's definitely not like i don't think you're gonna have nightmares from this movie no, um, I, it has like a lot of sci-fi aspects to it too. Oh yeah, yeah. As um, it would again, 
The Invisible Man, and we've discussed this before, but obviously mm-hmm. was a book written by H.G. Wells mm-hmm. in the late 1800s. It's crazy. Which is insane yeah. that it's still being like adapted into movies and everything else. And by the way, H.G. Wells has got to be the greatest science fiction writer of all time. This not guy your, did not your Scientology, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, better than L. Ron. In <laughs> fact, Phil, Philip K. Dick. In fact, if H.G. Wells, like Wells wanted to start a religion, I bet more mm-hmm. people would follow him based off of the Time Machine, the Invisible Man, the War of the Worlds, the yeah. Island of Dr. Moreau. I mean, you think about Alan Moore and like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it's mostly like H.G. Wells characters. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like if you think about it, like yeah. <laughs> HG Well, like settings and, and everything else. So that's a cool story. I mean, I haven't read it in forever, but that's obviously a cool story. Very different than this. This is like the modern spin of right. it, which I think they did a really good job, to be honest, because it's tough to sometimes adapt a story that's over a hundred years old and be like, all right, how would you apply it to now? And I think they did a good job. And it felt kind of fresh. I mean, there were obviously there's some issues with it, but like that we'll get into when we talk about spoilers. But um, I was entertained. Yeah, I was I was on edge at some points, you know, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was very clever. I thought it was, it was good. It was a, yeah. And I had a feeling I was going to like it. Um, Lee Wanall. Is it Wanall? Wanell. Wanell. Mm-hmm. I think he's from like New Zealand or something. So that's but. He, of course, uh, wrote Saw 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Yep. He also wrote Dead Silence, all the Insidious movies. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Not, Those are sneaky good, by the way. They are good. And he's yeah. not a big director, though. I no. want to say he didn't direct until the third Insidious movie. And yeah. then he did like something else and then this. Because I look, because I knew his name. Like I knew of his name. So I looked up like what other stuff he's directed. I'm like, no, that's it. But he's he written a lot. Anything, he's, but he wrote. He wrote a lot. Yeah, he wrote a lot. And if you go back to Saw One, you know, like the, the, the little like basement, like bunker thing, mm-hmm. and like Carrie Elways is down there. Yeah, he's the other guy, right? He's the other guy. Yeah, he's the other guy. Yeah, he's the guy that's like the photographer or whatever that's screaming yeah. at him not to cut his leg off. So anyway, I like I like his stuff and that kind of vibe. So um, I was into it. So I was looking forward to that. Now the other question that comes up with this movie is the dark universe, right? Which they were supposed to do i think it's all but done but so the dark universe which is basically all the old universal monsters right and they wanted to bring it up but but not to be confused with the monster verse because that's godzilla and king kong but the dark universe is think of all like the classic like dracula frankenstein the mummy the invisible man uh bride of frankenstein all that from the black lagoon all that stuff Yeah. yeah And so they came out a few years ago with Dracula Untold. Right. Which was not a good movie. And not a good movie. Got crushed at the box office. Yep. And so that was sort of like a soft launch anyway. And they were mm-hmm. like, well, we could tie this into a bigger thing. And then they're like, nah, maybe not. And then so Tom Cruise's The Mummy was supposed to be the first, but they were going to like kind of like a slight tie into Dracula Untold, but it was going to be The yeah. Mummy with Tom Cruise. And actually, Russell Crowe playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, he plays Dr. Jekyll, yeah. He was in that movie. Mm-hmm. But that movie also wasn't very good. And I think what absolutely screwed this movie is calling it The Mummy. Because people thought it was a remake of like the Brendan Fraser Mummy movies and right. not The It was very confusing. Like, 
It was very confusing. But also, Tom Cruise is playing like who? Like, if you're going to start this monster, or I keep saying monsters, if you're going to start this dark dark universe, Tom Cruise needs to play like a really signature character. To like a Van Helsing. Gra- yes. If you played Van Helsing, I think people are in. Like, Yeah, we're in. We're like, okay, that makes sense. And so and I love that the, yeah, the Dracula series did the BBC yeah. Dracula series is like, there's a Van Helsing line. Yes. Like, right. like Dracula, like the family Van Helsing is like a, Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. It's like the Belmonts in Castlevania. Yes. Yeah. And like, like it's, but people hear that name or whatever, at least you're like, all right. Oh, oh yeah. There's so much lore yeah. there. And so, so you're in. So the, the universal originally cast for this day and they had like a bunch of movies planned mm-hmm. and long story short, some of them might end up being sort of solo, one-offs like the invisible man right but the original casting was russell crowe for dr jekyll it was javier bardem for frankenstein's monster awesome that would have been good awesome yeah and johnny depp for the invisible man who is going to play the wolfman so let me ask you ryan let me ask you this if you were going to cast the dark universe right now you can wipe it free yep the characters i think you would have to cast at some point would be dracula Frankenstein's monster, Mina Murray, Van Helsing, Doctor and Jekyll and Mister Hyde, uh, the Invisible Man, the Wolfman, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh, I forgot about that. The Phantom of the Opera. Does that count? Yeah, I think so. And the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oof! How many? How many characters can Michael B. Jordan play? I would say Uh, he would be a great. Let's see. Michael B. Jordan as Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Like it. Done. Mm. Um, let's see. Who would be Oh, you know who'd be a great Phantom of the Opera? Taryn Edgerton. Kid can sing. Kid can croon. Kid can sing. I don't I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. I like that very much. The Invisible I love Javier Man. Bardem as the as the Frankenstein's monster. I think that's awesome. Mina I... Murray. Uh Mina Murray. I'm trying to think of someone who has like Emily Blunt. Emily, I was going to go M- Emma Stone. Yeah, you could. I think you. I like an accent with that, but I guess like Emma an Stone could do I, it. I appreciate that. I think she could do it. What about Saoirse Ronan? Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Yeah, she There's could do Mina it. Murray. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Keanu Reeves as Van Helsing? I dig that. Okay. Got and on. again, I think if you think of um because I'm now I got Taryn Edgerton on the brain. If you think of like a Kingsman, if the if the yeah. Van Helsings were like um like Pinkertons, like now, like you know mm-hmm. how they had like the Pinkertons were like the people who like like marshals basically. Mm-hmm. The Van Helsing is like an agency. I like it. You know that what I mean? Sense. So it's yeah, kind of like that, like Van Helsing Incorporated, like you get different people. Mm-hmm. You could do uh Danny DeVito as the hunchback of Notre Dame. That would be good. I'm trying to think of another um Another little guy would be a good uh, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo could do it. John Leguizamo. Could Remember do him it. as the as a clown violator in Spawn. Yeah, of course. He's a, of course. He's, he's a great physical actor there. Of course. Yeah. Who would be right now? And this may be the most important. Who would you cast? The problem is it's been done so many times. Yeah. But who would your Dracula be if you were trying to reboot a whole series? Henry Cavill would be a great Dracula. Yeah, he would be. I like it. I like that very much. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill would be good. Yeah, because they hit on, like, again, Russell Crowe would be fine as Dr. Jekyll. Javier Bardem yeah. would be great. Johnny Depp, you could take or leave as an invisible man. He'd probably be fine. 
He'd be good in like this weird universe, though. I think he would be good. I think you forgot one. You forgot my pick for the Wolfman. The Wolfman. Tom Hardy. Yeah, I like that. You got to get Tom Hardy involved. You got to get Tom Hardy involved. I like somehow. that good. Yeah. But anyway, I, they might make some of these movies on the wall. I, I think Wait, the next in line. Yeah, go ahead. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Andy Serkis. Yes. Yep. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Nailed yep. it. So these were some of the movies that were supposed to be made in this sort of reboot. Um, Let's see. There was going to be a Renfield movie. So Renfield obviously was like Dracula's like yeah. bitch. Yeah. Um that would have been actually kind of cool. And by the way, Creature from the Black Lagoon has to be the guy, uh Doug, what's his name? The guy from Shape of Water. He was Ape Sapien and Hellboy. Doug, I forget his his name's first name's Doug. I forget his name. The guy who plays all of uh Del Toro's like creatures. <laughs> Doug Stanhope. No, it's Doug. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he'd be good. Yeah, he'd be good. They're right, also I'm, gonna I'm, like, I'm, I'm on I'm on a thing now. They were gonna do a Bride of Frankenstein movie, and a Nicole Frankenstein Kidman. movie. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> uh, there was gonna be something called Dark Army. I don't even know what that is. I don't even. Know. Doug Jones, by the way, is the guy. Oh, name. Doug Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Monster Mash. So all those were gonna be movies. But anyway, circling it back, Ryan, and I, you know us, we like a shared universe. But unfortunately, sure this one just failed. Now I will say this: if the Invisible man was the first movie if this came out before dracula untold and if it came out before the mummy and like the idea was to create a universe you could have done it oh absolutely because this movie was good enough for that he would have and, changed the ending of this movie yes you would have had to at least either change the ending or mm-hmm. um do like a post-credit scene and maybe you'd leave like a couple other clues mm-hmm. and then you boom you could start you could start from there but the damage might be done so i don't know what they're going to do but all right, so two questions for the Invisible Man. One, if it was the the good old times, the olden times, Ryan, would this have been a theater movie for you? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. And with that said, is it worth nineteen ninety nine at home? Yes, because the only person in my household who appreciates a good horror movie more than me is my, my wife. Yeah, and we would have spent upwards of around fifty dollars. Like going out, getting snack, Good like point. getting something to eat, going out and like whatever. So twenty bucks for the two of us to watch yeah. this movie that we both yeah. really enjoyed, absolutely yeah. worth it. My wife liked it as well, and you know, Hirsch is a tough critic. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my wife saw mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other night for the first time. Loved it. Fuck off! No <laughs> way! No fucking way! Loved it, and and she said, "Quote: Which one of your friends didn't like this again?" I go, it was Davey. She goes, oh, my God. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Loved it. Why? She loved it. And I only, Why? I didn't even watch the whole thing with her. I watched, because I was watching WrestleMania, and then I went, went up and I watched the rest of it with her, and she was like, she loved it. She loved the whole thing. What about that movie did she like? I think all of it. I know the Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt was very good in the movie. A little something called all of it, Ryan. Ugh. All right. Ugh. What is your hashtag dork score for The Invisible Man? Hard five. Yes. Hard I, five. I, I, I had um the only thing keeping it from a six, I had significant issues with uh with some things. But I have questions as well. Yeah. And I'm gonna nitpick it in spoilers, but I'm gonna go five as well. Worth mm-hmm. the time. We're gonna nitpick it a little bit. We have all to. you got is time right now. Mm-hmm. And out of all the movies that I've seen that are available for 20 bucks, I'm guessing this is the only one that's been worth it so far. Oh yeah. So um, I am all in on it. Frozen 2 has gotten me out of some jams, but this is the best one I've seen. 
No, but that's on Disney Plus. No, it well oh, we jumped it the gun. We jumped the gun on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. But I heard, I on, know that. Onward is on Disney Plus now. Not to switch gears too much. It's, it's excellent. All right. Do you have anything else, uh, Invisible Man? That's non-spoiler. No, I want to get to. The, I want to get right. to the spoilers. All right, here we go. Let's go to spoilers for uh, the Invisible Man. Let's again. There's a couple different ways we can do this. Sort of best parts, worst parts. We can look at some of the characters, some of the questions going on. Uh, what to you were some of the best parts of the movie? I like the idea. Like I said, it was clever in the way that they did things, in the way that the I love the idea that Elizabeth Moss, Cecilia, or C. Like, I love the idea that, like, I don't love the idea of a, an abusive relationship, but I love that that was kind of the, the impetus of this happening, that right, it was about right. control and it was about... Yeah, that opening scene sets the whole stage. Yeah, for the whole yeah, movie. and it's, it's like her trying not to make noise and her trying to be invisible, right? Ryan, and hello. Hello. And I love this kind of, like, psychological warfare that was happening before. Mm-hmm any of this took place yeah and she knew what he was capable of and no one else did right and they're already sort of laying the groundwork for you too like sort of how this guy got his money like what he does right so if somebody's capable of something like this like we as the audience are like yeah it it could be whereas nobody else is really kind of believing her but it's grounded in like reality because she keeps saying like this is what he does he makes me he he makes me think i'm crazy which is like a lot of like a mental right. and physical abuse is like, right. this is your fault. Like this is, I'm doing this because of something you did. Yeah. Right? And like, because they go in a different direction, obviously. So the book, the invisible man, it is a guy who had like a science experiment go right. wrong. And so he's just straight up invisible. Right. So he can't, yeah. there's no suit or anything like that. Like he just like, that's why he bundles himself up and wears all the shit or whatever. Yeah. and does that. Cause he's just, is always invisible. This is a different twist on it, but I, but I like the twist that they did. And yeah, I think the first scene kind of sets the stage for like what you got going forward, what right. what she, what kind of guy she's dealing with and has dealt with. I thought for some of the stuff that like built tension, one of the times, so she was at the house, and we'll get to like who she was staying with. But she, when she was at the house, one of the first times she got kind of chased out of the house. Yeah, she's freaking out because obviously she can't see anything, and then but you can see his breath. That was that was like one of the best shots of the movie. That was awesome. You when she you could see her breath, and then all of a sudden you see like a breath like next yeah. to her. Oh yeah, boy! Like that gives you like the chills. Like that was really yeah. well done. Um, and you're like, all right, we don't know what the fuck's going on. And so there's a few because there's a few things that could be at play. You're like, either obviously like the movie again, you have kind of an idea, but like what really could be a play is like he could be dead, could be like haunting her. Yes, right. There's that. There is like the idea of like technology and like a suit. Now we don't know till the mm-hmm. end, but like that that's possible. Or the third one, which I thought they might do a little bit more in the movie, was yeah. play up the fact that it's just in her head. Yes, they didn't really do that. Now some of the surround, not enough. Some of the yeah. characters around her thought that's that's what it was, but like you you never really felt that was the case as somebody watching it. No, it went. It, it kind of went. It was slow, kind of a slow build to start, mm-hmm. and then it went kind of too fast. Yeah, it, like it, if you had, I'm sure the cut of this movie that's like three hours long that builds that up a little bit more. Yeah, like the relationship with her, her sister, like yeah, her and her sister, where yeah. she was like, she shows up at her sister's house and she's like, "Cheveled." Her sister's like, "You wrote that email," and she's like, "No, I didn't." And they, and you did, but there was no time to like build that up. So I had that was one was, of the problems I had a little bit was. 
So I can understand if you're like, hey, he's like haunting me and like people might not believe that. But at the same time, some of her fears that she had, her sister literally was in the car when this guy jumped over the fence, ran up to her and smashed the fucking car uh, window. Right. So like, wouldn't at that point, like any kind of fear that she had, you'd be like, yeah, I get it. Because that's what I saw. I can only imagine what you dealt with by yourself. And that was annoying me, too, because like that whole scene and this is me nitpicking, but like she gets in the car. It's dead of night middle of the night right yep she calls her sister and says like meet me here in the, in like this road by like i'm gonna be by myself i have a bat like just meet me in the middle she what and then she her sister's like well what are we doing it's like do you honestly believe that like i would have you do this yeah. if i was just like no just i would for meet during the day if i was allowed to leave the goddamn compound i'd probably be gone a little bit sooner exactly and that's why I thought they weren't like they should have been a little bit more sympathetic. And even if they thought that she was making some of this shit up, like she clearly just got out of what was a horrendously abusive relationship. Right. And the other thing that was kind of annoying, too, is like the where she was staying, the relationship between her and her friend. Like, I'm glad I you did... brought that up. Was that her sister's friend or was it I have her no... friend, a family friend? Incredibly unclear. As to the, I, how that relationship worked, I'm like, or why they were like anybody having sex was my question. Sex, like, did she have sex with him before? Didn't feel like it. Did nope. he have sex with the s- sister? Don't because he so. knew the sister, but like it was, it was weird. They didn't really like explain, and I know that's not the not the point. But like, no, but I'm really with you. Explain. Like that was one of the questions. Like, like, yeah, like I don't, I don't dislike the movie because of that, obviously. But I'm like, yeah. what is the what is the relationship there? Obviously, it's good enough for him who has a daughter with him for her like yeah yeah, open up the house but it's like who is who is this guy in relation to you and the other thing the other thing that bothered me and this is to me the the one glaring worst part of this movie was at the end all right we're into spoilers right so we can we're all spoilers i even said it on the screen here spoilers when when the sister dies so first of all let me stop you right there yeah Maybe the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie. I like but... jumped out of my chair. They're at the restaurant. They're sitting there. You're like, oh, they're going to apologize. Oh, they're going to do this. And like, oh, like yeah. she's trying she's to explain like he's yeah. here. Like you got to, you got to, you got to believe me. And then all of a sudden the knife picks up and then boom, that was the fucking best part of the movie. I love the fact too, that they, they completely took you by surprise because the waiter was like being annoying. And they're like, can you like fuck off? Like mm-hmm. we're, we're having a serious conversation, but Here's my point. Yeah. And everything that happens after that with um uh Aiden, Adrian, everything Adrian. that happens with him after that, all she had to do was be like, look at your fucking camera. Like, look around. Like, there's no way if I'm sitting here, like I'm telling you the guy's invisible, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that this guy's invisible and he's like right near me. All you have to do is look at the hospital footage and see people like. Yeah. Getting knocked on their ass 20 feet away from me, just so you know that I didn't do it. Like that's look. So that's one of my like, that's one of my questions I have too, is like for them to prove that she didn't like for them to go back retroactively, like if we're jumping yep. ahead to the end, and for them to retroactively prove that she didn't kill her sister. And, and then the, you have that scene, then you have the scene at the hot like the mental hospital. Yep. And so you're gonna use cameras for that, and clearly somebody's being invisible. Based on that logic. Couldn't they pin Adrian's death on C? Yes. Because there's obviously footage of his house. 
Right. And she knows to go like away and like to come back and be dressed up and all that other stuff. But she knew where the suit was. Yeah. Right. But the fact that he died that way. And my other question would be, did Adrian. Didn't he? He obviously knew how many suits there were. Right. And that was the other thing. Like if he he got back into his house. Yeah. He knew he had another suit. Wouldn't he immediately know that it was missing? My only um, answer to that would be he was clearly working with his brother during all of this. And maybe his brother took it or something. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's that's like a simple that's an easy thing to write off. Like yeah. maybe he, I assume my brother had it or something but along he, those lines. But he accounted for everything else. Yeah, he did. You know, so it's like, and like she hid that suit. She also got kind of in and out of it like pretty quick and pretty easy. Yeah, that that type of material, that neoprene, like you, you got to really yank it, you know. Like, like just even putting on like a scuba suit that takes That's me like yeah. an hour, and all get wet. Yeah. I need to get wet. Yeah. I need like two, three like strong guys couple, two, to help me. Three hoist you, you know. <laughs> even then, and then even then, some of me still sticking out of it. Like, yeah. it's just it's not. It's seams not great. are busting. No, but like like you said, I mean there, but that what we're nitpicking here takes away from the kind of the holistic kind of thing. Like it was a clever enough movie and it was entertaining enough that like, I can ignore that. Like I'm being kind of shitty about it now, but like that's annoying. And that's like all that's, that's like the whole point of the podcast. Like we both gave it hard fives. Mm -hmm. I like it. I thought it was not necessarily scary, but it was, it was tense and it was thrilling. Mm -hmm. That scene uh, where sister dies was great. The, like the breath part was great. Another part that was really good, unfortunately, I saw it in the trailer, was when she was up in the attic, and he was crawling up the ladder, and then she threw the paint on him. Yeah, that was awesome. But like, I'd already awesome seen too. it. I'd already seen that. And like, what the other thing too, like the last scene in the parking lot of the mental hospital happens in the rain. Yeah. So you would be able to see him. Right. Yeah, you like, would. And that like, was, that was another thing that was like pissing me off. But there was the one he was like under the hood of the car, or under the trunk. Yeah. But you would the rain hitting him, you would be able to see him. You'd be able to get that. Yeah. My other question would be, so she's at the guy's house. And by the way, the guy played by none other than Ray Voodoo Tatum. Is that who that that's, is? That's Ray Voodoo Tatum. That's yeah. Ray Voodoo Tatum. I said he's an attractive man. He's a very handsome jack dude. So yeah. this friend is not only Ray Voodoo Tatum, but also MC Ren from Straight Out of Compton. I did know that. I didn't know he I did not know that was uh That's Voodoo. <sighs> yeah, it's Voodoo. Great yeah, quarterback. I see it now. Yeah. He's bulked up significantly. Yeah. Because I remember Ray Voodoo Tatum being a little wiry. This guy was. Well, it's funny. Michael B. Jordan's the same way. Oh, yeah. Like, look at Michael B. Jordan in The Wire or in Friday Night Lights uh, and then look yeah. at him now. But anyway, so Ray Voodoo Tatum, who's jacked. Yeah. He's absolutely yo. Like, he's almost, on that guy. He's almost distractingly handsome, too, in this. Which is, unf- I, I said it out loud. Yeah. I, I, that is an attractive man. I said it out loud. Like I did not know it that. is. No, it, it's one of those things where you see him and you're like, you have to comment. You're like, that guy's well put together. Yeah. And so she's staying at his house. And by mm-hmm. all accounts, this is like nobody knows, right? Like she's hiding out there. Right. Nobody's supposed to know. She gets a letter that says Adrian's dead. He wants to give you money. Like, what's your bank information mm-hmm. or whatever? How'd she get the letter? Now, 
I know what the answer is. Like, well, Adrian never died, clearly, and like he could follow her. He and his brother followed her. He and his brother followed her. Yeah. But if you are her, how do you not get over the fact that they know where you were? Wouldn't you be the so second hung I up got on that? that? The second I got that letter, I'd be like, I gotta move somewhere. I gotta go somewhere. Yeah. And the second I got money, yeah, I would. I'd be. I'd, but and then, so but my then, wife, my my wife yeah. said she thought she was too quick to accept the money. And even oh, though yeah. she ended up giving up some of it, my wife is like, in that situation, first of all, if you're giving them like your bank info, like now they can kind of track you. And like, yep. she's like, I wouldn't. And like, on the one hand, yeah, you want the scumbags money, but also do you like that's just, that's a heavy thing. Yeah. So I don't know. But I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But like you said, then they can track you anywhere if they you know around the around the globe. They could. They could track you anywhere. Yeah. Um, the last scene. So he tries to explain that like it was all his brother. Right. But there's obviously no chance that because it wasn't there one scene that made it very clear that it was him that made it clear it was Adrian. Yes. When yeah. the way he said surprise. Right. Right. You knew it was, you knew it was him. So not yeah. the case, but you knew something was up early on with, well, the you brother know, the, the, you, and I, I called that right away. I'm like, the brother's fucking about it. Like, come on. yes. Yeah. 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 Like, why wouldn't he be? But the, the other thing too, like people like so quick, so quick, to be like, yeah, he's dead. Like, he was. Yeah. Like, there's no. Like, <laughs> like oh, you're like, yeah, he's dead. He died. He killed himself. Yeah. Like what? But I guess like they they kind of allude to it, like he had money influence and he could like buy it. But then that's more people know. Yeah. You know. So it's like. One thing I didn't like was that mm-hmm. she left, and I know it's a lot. She got out of there, and then, but she didn't take the dog with her. I feel like I would have taken the dog with me because, like, and the other I'm not thing, yeah, and then guy, like, well, I'm sure he doesn't she treat the back, dog well. No, and went back to the house where nobody was in there, but the dog was still there. Yeah, who's feeding him? Right, who's feeding? There's him? no one lives in that house. Like the guy died. Like who's right. feeding the dog. Ryan, anyway, the, but these are these are these are nitpicky things. It's no, the movie's enough. good. No, yeah. the movie's good. Yeah. It's just stupid questions, which you would only discuss if you had a podcast. Exactly. That's what these questions are. Exactly. Overall, overall, I definitely liked it. Uh, or like, I liked it a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's the I've only seen four movies this year. Three movies, four, like not many. And this is the best one. And I count it as a horror. And I think if it came out last year, it'd be probably the best horror movie of last year. Yep, it's good. Do you mm-hmm. want an Invisible Man two or an Invisible Woman? As it might, be? I want an Invisible Woman. So because she yeah. because that she's fucked now, like in the head. She is really fucked, and she has the suit now. Yep. Voodoo Tatum knows that she has the suit, right? So don't you think it's gonna be one of those things where she ends up being like a vigilante, and he and she's like Batman. But actually, right. not like Batman. She's going to be like the Punisher or fucking Deadpool. And yeah. he's going to be like the James Gordon, the Commissioner Gordon, and being like, like, all right, like you got to kind of play by the rules. And she's going to be like, fuck you. And my guess is if they do do a movie like that, she's just going to be obsessed with woman abusers and go after right. all these scumbags and give yep. them what they deserve. But then is it a horror movie? You know, then does it constitute? I it's changing the tone of the movie a little bit, but I like the idea. Is American Psycho a horror movie? Yeah, but you gotta. She's got to be real off the off the rails. It I can't be she... like no. It has to be like start as like a noble thing, and then 
Yeah, you know what I mean? And then kind of... Oh, that would be good, actually, is, like, the first few guys she kills are, like, you know what? Like, I agree with you. Like, Harvey Weinstein, like, bad. And then by the end, it's, like, a guy who just, like, maybe said something bad. Or, like, like, looked at her the wrong way. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, Like, well, what was your Or she becomes, like, like, becomes obsessed with, like, another guy. Yeah. And then, like, just starts messing with him. She Or... Elizabeth Moss was really good in this. I think I want to see her play this character again. What if she starts setting guys up to have them look like they did it? Yeah, that could happen. I like it. You know, where now, like it here, starts out like she's doing the right thing and she's this is a whole noble cause, and then she gets bored and then starts like because this character bipolar, manic depressive. Mm-hmm. You know, what, she could. Uh, what would you think if I told you that there is a movie called The Invisible Woman that is in the works? It does not involve Elizabeth Moss. Or this series, and it is being directed, and it might star Elizabeth Banks. No, thank you. That's for real. Hopefully, it doesn't get made because that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, thank you. Remember what happened with Charlie's Angels, pal? I do. Remember that they would yeah. blame the marketing. Is she? There's not a lot of marketing. For yeah, that. yeah. It's everyone. Someone else's fault. You just didn't just make a mediocre movie for the sake of making it. <laughs> no, but again, we it's everyone had, else's fault. We had a bunch of questions, but Elizabeth Moss was awesome in this. She was great. Um, she was the, great. And the, did you notice the guy from that plays the Invisible Man was the druggy brother yes. in Luca, Luca in the uh, house yeah. on uh, or the Haunting of Hill Haunting House. Of Hill House. Yep. Uh, and then obviously Voodoo Tatum was great. His daughter was good. Who I didn't. Um, the girl who played her sister. Yes. She's she's one of those people. I swear, I have seen her in other things. And I went on her IMDb page. I have seen her in nothing. Nothing she's been in that I've seen. But I, she's got one of those faces that, like, I know her from this. I know her from something. And she she just got one of those faces. Harriet Dyer, you know? is that her? Yeah. She played Emily Cass? Yes. But, like, she's got one of those, like, she looks like three other actresses. So she played Sarah in, uh... wait a minute, Meet the Parents? No. That's a different Meet the Parents. Never mind. Yeah, like she looks like. No, she's, she's from, not anything. She's Australian. Yeah, but like she looks like other people. It's crazy. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, this she was in a movie called Meet the Parents, but Meet is spelled M E A T. Oh, that must have been that must have been something nice. Uh, that sounds like a, a that sounds like a porno. That might be a porno. <laughs> right, let me get off of this page. Yeah, I'm be, be messing around with this. Saying something about a Trojan horse. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the Invisible Man? Uh, early, I mean, early movie of the year. Uh, it's one of those things. Like every horror movie is going to involve some suspension of disbelief, and this is no different. But right. it, I think what the things that worked worked very well. Yeah. Um, and the one other thing I wanted to bring up just before we get to get we move on with the with the podcast is uh, the thing she did in order to prove her point or to order to like keep herself safe is what anybody would do. And I thought that was like one of the highlights of the movie, like spreading the coffee on the floor so she could see footsteps. Yeah, that was smart. Or like throwing tough. paint on them. Like th- these are things that like you would do yeah. and like get in a corner so like they can't get behind you. Well, and I'd always wondered too, like when I watch a movie like this is if let's say you thought you were being attacked by somebody, but you couldn't yes. see them. How many people in your life do you think would believe you if you said that? All of them. 
Yeah, I think a decent amount would because they'd be like, Rich isn't gonna fuck around with that. And he'd like, be and- serious about it. Like I'd be like, I'd be like, Davey, somebody's coming in here. I know it sounds nuts, but they're moving all the furniture or whatever. And you'd be like, Oh, you're crazy. You'd be like, No, oh really? Like maybe the first time would be like, I gotta but I what I would do is be like, I gotta I gotta come I'll I'll come there and I'll see what you're talking about. Like I'll yeah, right. I'll come, but right. I, I wouldn't immediately be like, You're nuts. I wouldn't be like, immediately crazy hold on. because yeah. you've never you've said some crazy shit, but not like that, but not like that. And I'd be like, I'm dead serious. And like, it's freaking me out. And like, here's who I think it is. And then, oh, by the way, I my my abusive ex-husband, not husband, just boyfriend, I think I don't boyfriend. Know if they, were married. they weren't married. So my abusive ex-boyfriend, who I have witnesses of him being abusive. Yeah, is like a crazy tech guy, like crazy who works, in, who works in optics and right. go to his house. You'll find like suits, like invisibility suits, like go to his goddamn house. Right. You see him. Right. You're like, mm, no, you got to let it go, hon. You got to take a breath. You're he's like, no, I'm not taking dead. a breath. Like, he's dead. Like <laughs> where he's like, I saw and his brother is like, I saw the body. I'm like, you're going to believe him. You're going to believe right. his brother. I'm like, oh, OK. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I brought oh, it up. You're right. Yeah. Oh, we're making Shit. this movie sound bad, though, I feel like. No, I, no, no! I like the movie very much. <laughs> <laughs> We're making it sound bad, but like, no, I know we are. Yeah, no, but that's the point. Like with with a lot of these movies, like you know, we can go on and on about like the good parts of it, but it's like it's the questions and like, all right, is there is right. there ways to work around the answers and things like that? So, anything else on the Invisible Man before we move on? Uh, no. Okay, no, we can move on here. All right, time for the pick of the podcast now, Ryan. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the like to kick receive defer or defend a goal i will receive this week okay. i think i've kicked the last two weeks so i'll take one uh and this one it's interesting that we talk about this because this brought up i actually read this book again after after watching this and the book is called the visible man by oh. chuck klosterman um it's a novel chuck klosterman writes a lot of essays and does a lot of pop culture stuff but he has a couple novels which are pretty good and this one it's actually i'll read you the um i'll read you the the amazon thing um so the, the idea is that there's a therapist. Uh, I'll just read the, I'll just read the thing. Okay. Yeah, you read um, the thing. Therapist Vic, uh, Victoria Vick is a con- is contacted by a cryptic unlikable man who insists his situation is unique and unfathomable. As he slowly reveals himself, Vick becomes convinced that he suffers from a complex set of delusions. Why is what the guy calls himself as as she refers to him claims to be a scientist who has stolen cloaking technology from an aborted government project in order to render himself nearly invisible. She says he uses he says he uses the ability to observe random individuals in their daily lives usually when they are alone and vulnerable. Unsure of his motives or honesty, Vic becomes obsessed with her patient and and the disclosure of his increasingly bizarre and disturbing tales. Over time, it threatens his, her career, her marriage, and her own identity. So the book is from, it's a correspondence between a therapist and um, a patient. And what the mm-hmm. guy does is he has like basically same idea. He has the suit, but instead of messing with people, he's obsessed with like being in your house and watching you, what you do when no one's watching you. Oh my because god, he, that's terrifying. He, because he believes that like that's who you are. Like that's the true person you are is that's, who you are when nobody's watching you. That's terrifying. And just think of like the shit you do and let's not get let's not work blue. Nah. But think of the stuff you do in your house when no one's around. The shit you say. Like I sing, I fucking dance around here. I sing like oh, when I, no one's I'm, around I'm here. Like you're not. Yeah. But that's who you are. Like when so that's really interesting. And I, I meant to ask you after this movie and this review. So I'm glad you mm-hmm. brought that up. If you 
had a invisible suit, yep. would you wear it and what would you do with it? After after robbing a bank? So you'd rob a bank. Well, obviously, I mean, I have to fund I have to fund my, you know, I have a certain lifestyle I'm accustomed to here. I can't. That is a great point. But Ryan, if you robbed a bank, the money is not invisible. See, the money would just walk out. <laughs> what what if it went into a lady's locker room? <laughs> what if mm-hmm. I told you that? that? What, the... what if I told you you could walk in there and watch them wrap towels around themselves like I an like 80s it. movie? That's smart. No, I, That'd be I, fun. I would it's interesting to me. And again, having read this book, like it's fascinating to like. That is it. Like, wouldn't you? you that would George scary. Costanza it. I would. I would walk out of a room, put it on, and walk back into the room. Oh, and just to hear what people say about you. Just to say what you see what people say. Yeah, because like I don't think strangers. It like it's something that, like I'm not interested. Like I always get in this argument with my not an argument, but we had this discussion with my wife. Like if we're at a restaurant and like two people are like talking like loudly about something like she'll kind of like listen i have yeah, no I interest i don't give a fuck i don't know these people i don't <laughs> care what they're talking about it's got nothing to do with me i don't care whereas and like and i'm not saying she's wrong like like you say you're the same way like a lot of people are that way i don't care yeah i don't care what other people are talking about my wife and i play that game sometimes where we'll see like ran- we call them like couple mismatches yeah we're like the girl's really hot and the guy's like a fucking goblin, which and is like how the fuck always the like, case, by the but way. But we like we give them like backstories and like where are they like the best place to do this obviously is at an airport where you're like where are they going? Yeah, like where are these two people going? How do they meet each other? Like I <laughs> yeah, right. I'm fascinated by like right what's the deal? stuff like what's that? Like how did that happen? I know. Like the, my wife and like how did that happen? Like that guy with that girl? Like that's crazy to me. It's always that way though. It's very rarely like ugly lady and smoking dude. It's usually uh, the smoking you, girl. Have you watched 90 Day Fiance? Uh, actually, I've seen it a f- few times because my wife watched it. Sometimes. Have you watched the, the recent with Soja Boy? The kid no. from, uh, Su- he's like she's Sudanese or something. And he's like, he's like a recording artist where he's from. And he's got this like bucket of yuck from like middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. <laughs> he's 30 and she's like 54. She's no, just the fucking grossest. That doesn't count. I'm she's like a fucking like, toad. <laughs> That doesn't count, though. That's yeah. like they're just matched up. I'm saying when people are actually like that have met and like me, like I just feel like they're way more of like the gross dudes and like the like yeah B plus to A plus ladies. Somehow money's involved, you know, like somehow Maybe. like the rich, the rich, gross dudes. Just that's like, true. Yeah. yeah, you hate to see it, but you hate to I'm... see it. But you know, hey, Ryan, my pick of the pod. Oh, yeah, is, I forgot to ask. Yeah, uh, on uh, Netflix right now, it's a movie. Called the platform. Oh, I wanted to watch this. Is it good? Yeah, I love the idea of this. So the I'll idea the is great. Yeah. And 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 let me know what you think because this could be yeah. even a standalone episode because there's a lot to talk about with this. So like, it's not my favorite movie of the year. It's the coolest idea, and I don't think this yeah. is a spoiler. I think this might even be in the trailer. You might even know what it no, is. No, it's in the trailer. Yeah. So it's like a prison and. There is uh, each floor has just two people, and in the middle is this like tube type thing or a platform, as it's called. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a Spanish movie, actually. In the Spanish translation, is the hole, yeah. But they call it the platform. Do you know what the Spanish is for that? The hole, El Hoyo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna El Holo, El, El Holo, yeah. So <laughs> it is, uh, and what so what happens is on the on the top level. Every day, 
they fill up this huge fucking platform full of food, like a ton of food. And then so the people at the top get to eat for like whatever the time mm-hmm. is. Then it goes down to the next level, then down to the next level, down to the next level. And nobody that's there really knows how many levels there are. And they're always trying to like they're guessing like how many levels because each month you were there, you go to a different level. Yeah. So one, you know, you could be on one, you could be on whatever. So it's great. Now I'll warn you, it is uh graphic. It's pretty gross. It's gross. Yeah, right. And you can also- see it from the trailer, like people like scrounging yeah. for this food. It's so it's gross. It's unsettling yeah. and it is dubbed. The movie is dubbed. That doesn't yeah, that doesn't it, me. It's funny because I almost didn't notice it because when I first started watching it, yeah, I actually I turned the subtitles on because my kid was sleeping, so I was watching it low. But then yeah. when I went back to watch it later, and I had the sound on, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like looking at the lips. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hold on," but like, it's an Espanol. Yeah, you'll, you'll, it's fine. So it's a it's an hour and a half, and there's a lot to talk about with it. So if you do see the platform, let me know. We can maybe. So it's talk a little about bit. It. The idea is if you've seen um, Snowpiercer, like that's I, kind of the idea. It had of a lot of. I was thinking the same thing. It had a lot of Snowpiercer yeah. Yeah. vibes to it, and so really cool. All right, next week, speaking of Netflix, we will do Ozark. I'm excited for Have Ozark. Have you finished Ozark? I finished it, yeah. I liked it. It brought me back. Ozark? And they're doing one more season, right? They Is better. The, I, I don't no, know. I think, I think they're doing okay. one more season. Then next season's the last season. Yeah, so we will focus mainly on season three, but we'll, we haven't done the other two seasons, so we'll talk about those. I haven't watched those in a while, so it'll be mostly a season three review, but... Obviously, to get us there, there's plenty of stuff that happened in the first two seasons. But without tipping my hand too much, I thought this was their best season. This was by far their best season. Okay. Uh, yep. So I'm not alone. No. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else podcasts are available. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast, where every Monday night during the quarantine, we are streaming live. So you can watch us. You can uh, you can jump in the old chat. You can do all that stuff. You can email us anytime. Dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And Davey be twitching. We be twitching. Uh, the Red, like almost every day this week. Red Sox got a lot of games. Red Sox so got a lot of games. Twitch.tv slash Arvon D. It's a good mm-hmm. thing to follow him there because then you'll get the alert. Right. Uh, he usually tweets it out too at Arvon D. But if not, you'll get like a little alert that says he is going live on the it's Twitch. Live. So. Or just get just get a uh, just get a calendar with the Red Sox schedule on it, and you'll know when we be, be streaming. Yeah, you they're know. old. They're old calendar. But I would appreciate the follows and the and the and the subscriptions. Obviously, help me out yes. greatly. Get in there. Um, all right. Anything else? Let's get to some questions. All right, any do we questions? have any questions? Do you have any questions in the chat? Feel free to jump in here on the YouTube chat. We can uh, pod those bad boys up, and we can uh, answer a few questions here. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I had another movie I was going to discuss, but I forget what it is. Uh, David Allen says Ozark's doing five seasons. So if they, that's the case. Oh, well, I'm we'll seeing that, that. They're, they haven't even been renewed yet for yeah. season four. Well, I... Uh, maybe that's their plan. Kevin says, long term, do you guys think you'll miss seeing movies in the theater or are home releases the new norm? Uh, I'll miss it. I, it's an it's an experience that I mean is is awesome, but I I found myself increasingly being like weirded out by going to the movies. Do you remember going to the movies right after um 
Oh, fuck. What was the thing? There was the Joker kid, and then there was something else that happened. And... There was no, it was definitely the Joker thing. And then there's another thing that happened after. <laughs> and I remember there was one movie that I saw recently that I was weirded out by. Oh, maybe no, it was it was no, for the, it, was, it was for Joker. It was yeah, and they had everybody was it. warning, making warnings, everything else. And it people were like fucking dressing yeah. up like clowns going to the movie. Like that shit. Like, don't do that. So, like, a good theater experience is good, but for me, I it's like almost few and far between because it's either like we go on opening weekend and it's jam packed, and there's either people talking or it's something. It's expensive, the yeah. whole thing. So, like, I don't know. I really like watching movies at home personally. I like watching movies at home, but there again, there are movies that are intended to be seen in that format. Like, if you, I think of um, Tenet. Like I need to see Tenant in the theater. I need and to no see. No one IMAX. said that's gonna be. It's they'll wait forever if they have to. They're not yeah. sending that home. No, like I need to. I need to watch that in the theater because that that movie. I think it was a shot like yeah, eighty percent of it's shot in IMAX. Like you need to see that in the theater. Well, and when all the avatars come out, Ryan, I know you love avatars. Okay, um, Cameron says, "Hey guys, I'm getting two cats in a couple of weeks, and I'm trying to come up with names." Do you have any suggestions? My current two favorites are Squanchy and Bird Person. I like Squanchy. Bird Person would be a little... Uh, it's not bad, though. Squanchy's a lock. Lock in Squanch. Squanchy's a lock. Lock in um, Squanch. Bird Person's funny, though, I think. Why don't, you, why don't you call it Noob Noob? Why don't you other cat be Noob Noob? Noob Noob. Squanchy and Noob Noob. Really, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. You know, he's just walking. He looks at you like, this guy gets it. You this know? guy gets it. <laughs> I like that. Uh... Let's see. Let's go back to Dave. He says, uh, "Go." This is for the oh shit. Man. What was that? What was the name of the assassin? Or you oh. could be Steely, Steely, or about slippery, slippery, slippery stair, slippery, slippery stair. Uh, Crumbopolis Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, Cameron, you're in the right. I think anything Rick and Morty, you're in the right. Anything uh, Rick and Morty, you're in the right ballpark. You're in the right ballpark. Yeah. Dave says, "Do you think this is going back to the Invisible Man?" Do you think maybe the girl was an evil genius and set the whole thing up so she could appear innocent, kill both brothers, and get all the money and the suit? That's, I mean, that's, there you go. You just pitched the second movie. There you go. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Because that guy, like, staged two deaths, or no, he staged a death and a kidnapping or whatever. And then the brother with the wire, they wired her the money. They didn't have to do that. He he left her money. He didn't have to. Yeah, but that was all part of the thing. Like that was all part of the thing to like, um, uh, just like mess with her, you know? Because the whole thing was contingent on the fact that like she wouldn't commit a crime. Yeah, but like, the, really, and then set her up for the crime, so like messed with her even more. But like, she was mad at her sister. But you think she'd really kill her sister? No, 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 no. no. Max says Mr. Meeseeks. That's obviously a great. Meeseeks is a good name. That's yeah. a great. That's a great cat name. Squanch and poopy butthole, Mr. Poopy butthole, because cats will show you. I forget which, I think it was David Tell. David Tell was talking about cats, and he's like, or is Nick Kroll or somebody? They're like, how is a cat a foot tall, but its asshole is always eye level? Like, how is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I still laugh about is that uh, wombats have uh, square buttholes, square poops, (laughs) which would have to mean. (laughs) <laughs> square buttholes square buttholes square buttholes it's the only logical explanation and it really is you couldn't have a circle butthole and cube oh, hang on. poops 
I'm trying to think of the Rick. Now I'm on this Rick and Morty thing. The 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 episode with Mr. Poopy Butthole where they have all of the all of the weird people. Like those are that that episode is just fraught with like obscure Rick and Morty names. Was that the one with Adolf? Uh, Adolf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Abrodolf. Or whatever it is, like the mashup of... Abrodolf Linkler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But what was the guy, Mr. Uh, Rick and Morty, the butler? (laughs) What about Ansemias Johnson? Mr. Mr. Beauregard? Mr. Mr. Beauregard. What about Ansemias Johnson? Yeah, or like Uncle Uncle whatever. He's like, I'm walking in. Or that's all he said. They all like uh, catchphrases. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> Cousin Nikki. <laughs> Sleepy <laughs> Gary. Yeah. Maxis. There's tons of reverse giraffe. <laughs> that show's so goddamn oh, it's good. So good. Duck with muscles. <laughs> Pen Sylvester. Oh my god. I'm, oh, I'm like going Pen through Sil- all the- Dude, Pen Sylvester <laughs> was unbelievable in that episode. Sleepy Gary. <laughs> Ghost in a jar. <laughs> hey, did you watch that short from the other week? I did. I did. Just, just good. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Pen Sylvester. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, by the way, did you see the guy who writes Rick and Morty? Oh shit. He just signed on to write a movie. Oh fuck. Uh I did see that. I can't remember what I, I think I retweeted about. it. Yeah, it's, it's something. It's like not Fast and the Furious, but it's like some. It's like a franchise movie. No, he's Ant Man. He's writing the new Ant Man. Oh, is he? Yeah. Like so Evangeline Lily, Evangeline Lily, will probably be in that. You if, see, she, she, if she makes it out of this, yeah. she apologized. Oh, she did. Yeah, yeah. she should have. Yeah, because probably everybody at Disney is like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you got to knock it off. You talking about <laughs> fucking sit in your house? You're a millionaire. Sit in your house. Oh, like, stop being stupid." Uh, Jonathan asks, uh, off topic, but that hey, that's, that's the end of the episode. Nothing. Well, yeah, topic. we're all off topic right now. Is Gotham worth a watch? So, I watched a shit ton of Gotham. I watched the first season. I I didn't finish it, but I watched a ton of it. And the problem is, some of it is, and I can't tell you like which parts you're gonna waste a lot of your time. But some of the good stuff is good. The guy who plays Penguin is really good. The guy who plays the Riddler is really good. I didn't like the Bruce Wayne kid, and that's a big part of the show, obviously. Right. Jim Gordon's okay. It's the dude from the fucking OC. <laughs> Who's like sneaky old, by the way. Yeah. And so you know who he's married to is uh, Marina Baccarin. Yeah, yeah, from Deadpool. From Deadpool, who's yeah. also on the show. I think who they met on they met on Gotham. Oh, who, who is, is she? she? Yeah. Uh it's like a side character in the comics who's like a, a doctor that works at the, like the precinct or like, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, Alfred's fine. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like, like again, the, the girl who played Catwoman in season one, Selena Kyle was good. Yep. She was good. They ended up introducing a ton of villains. Like they really explore the Batman. Like lore. Zaz is the main character. Like a Zaz theme. is in it a lot. Yeah. Um, Falcone and uh, Maroni. So it's yeah. I watched the show. Oh, God, I watched I a watched lot. Of episodes. I watched yeah. a lot. I watched a you, lot. Like, you were big into those. You were big into those. Like yeah. Oh, you WB. know what I've also watched recently. Speaking of what? WB or CW, um, 
because it's on Netflix now. I've yeah. watched like the first half of the first season of All American. Is it any good? Not really. No. So <laughs> is it good? Nah. If you take Friday Night Lights, yep, and Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two and Zero, but make them both much worse. <laughs> like whatever the JV version of that is, that's what this is. But you could argue that both of those shows are great. So like a shittier version of those shows is still not horrible. Like the no. premise the premise is there's a kid from Crenshaw and then all of a sudden he gets recruited to go play at Beverly High. Mhm. But then there's like a whole story, like the coach at Beverly was from Crenshaw and like maybe knows his mom. Oh, is, Tay, is it like Tay? It's not Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. It's Tay yeah. Diggs. Yeah, it is Tay Diggs. And he like wants him to please a quarterback, but he wants him to play defensive back. And he's like, oh, I don't play that. No, he's actually, yeah, he's a wide out. And then he's like, yeah. oh, we need you to play corner or whatever the fuck it is. But it's a whole thing. It's fine. It's like it's a mindless show to watch. Yeah. Like I think Riverdale's better, but it's in that ballpark. I was listening to your, your uh, little radio program that you're on. Um, Dale and Keith, and uh, midday send it to. Yeah, and uh, I'm with Ice. It's funny, like Dale and I started watching it at the same time. I started watching Shit's Creek. Yeah, my wife loves it. It's pretty good. Yeah, my it's not great. It's like it. a, um, it's got a, it's got definitely have like a Christopher Guest vibe to it. No, it does, and I like Catherine O'Hara, but I watched the first three episodes, and people told me it was really good. It takes it takes like in the second season. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. And the second season, everyone is a heightened version of whatever character they introduced. Okay. So like Alexis is like super Alexis, like David's like super. And the one character I will say I hate, and I don't, I've never liked this guy. Eugene Levy. No, I love Eugene Levy. Oh, you do? Uh, Chris Elliott. I don't think Chris Elliott is funny at all. I don't get the appeal of Chris Elliott. Well, I got three words for you. Scary movie two. The the strong take my my strong hand my like strong that's the hand. funniest thing like my germs remember fucking cabin boy no or when he played woogie in uh yeah, something about mary like he's, he's annoying like he, he just i don't get it i don't get Do what you know that he was funny. the original cast alongside jim carrey for dumb and dumber i did not know that it was supposed to be chris elliott and jim carrey yeah did you know that the original casting that ben stiller had in mind for the cable guy was was jim carrey and chris farley Wait, who who is Farley going to play? So they didn't. So that was the issue. Like they wanted. Oh, 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 oh wow. They wanted. Uh, it was it was up in the air. But like Carrie was going to play Broderick's part, and Farley was going to be the cable guy. And then they wanted to reverse it, and then Farley dropped out. Oh, interesting. To do something else. That's interesting. Because Zorpa Zorpfield, <laughs> the fucking great one. You got to Cameron. You got to name Zorpa your cat. You got to name your cat Zorpa Zorpfield. <laughs> Hey John, you stupid, <laughs> you stupid white, <laughs> stupid white asshole. Arms coming out of his head. Yeah, Gazorpazorpfield. What's the matter, Gazorpazorpfield? <laughs> I just hate your stupid white. Uh. <laughs> He's like already laughing. They're they're two brothers. They're brothers. They're two. They're brothers. You stupid son of a bitch. Stupid. That's a good episode. I got to watch some uh, international oh, I go TV, back to I think. Oh, yeah. I want to watch some of that tonight. That. Fuck. <sighs> That's good a good chip, way of ending. Field. Then we're going to end on Gazorpa Zorpfield. Man, it's your eyes, Johnson. Are, are, are the prices too low? I, I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> because they're into my eyes. I also can't feel pain. 
Bag of uh, name a dog. Name your cat Bobish. The bag of Bobish. <laughs> six That's... rapples. Rapples. All right, let's count them up. Name a cat Plumbus. What's the guy? Who's... <laughs> What's the what's the guy's name that steals all the stuff? Steely. Steely. Yeah. <laughs> Steely. Oh, uh, uh, why don't you call your cat cats blips and chits? Blips and chits. Yeah, I like that. That's not bad. Yeah. You beat cancer and then went back to work at the rug <laughs> store. <laughs> uh, so come on, come on down to, to real fake doors. The, the real the fake doors. Where's this one going? Nowhere. What about this one? This you do a pretty good. you. That's the best impression you do. I could do like that because they're all the like, like Morty. Yeah, they're like Morty-ish. Yeah. <laughs> the Victor, is uh, anybody behind here? No, there's no one. There's no one here. But come on, you want? You, they're real you, doors, but they're fake doors. You need, you need door. You need fake doors. Come on, get your fake doors. Little bits. Little bits. Eat some food, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got little tiny tiny pies, little lasagna. Tiny pizza. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done doing my impressions. All right, that'll that'll probably do it for this. So next week, uh, Ozark. So Ozark. Watch Ozark if you haven't watched Ozark. It is it is worth it. It's what ten episodes each season, I think. Yeah, they're a good oh. clip though. Some of them are like pushing an hour. Some of them are like yeah. forty four minutes. True. Yeah. Well, what what else are you doing, Ryan? What else are you doing? You got what nothing else to do. What are you, you watching? Westworld. No. Should I? I watched the first episode. It's decent, and I heard it's getting better. So. I'm watching Better Call Saul though. That show's awesome. Oh, I gotta. Uh, that's what I can do this week. I can catch up on Saul. The last episode of Better Call Saul, awesome. Yeah, I gotta catch up on. That. Oh my god, there was a there was a couple of scenes with Saul where he is just killing it. He is killing it this season. Killing the game. He's killing the game. Son. All right, my guy. All right, hey, be easy out there. Everybody, be that safe. That is out there. the be way smart, be safe. the news goes.